Welcome to Real Weddings with Sarah. I'm Sarah Kennedy from Irish Wedding Blog, one of Ireland's leading sources for wedding inspiration, advice and support. Real Weddings with Sarah brings you an inside snoop of some of Ireland's best-loved personalities and celebrity weddings. Join me as I indulge on all of the wedding goss. Today's episode is brought to you by Louis Copeland and Sons, specialising in delivering tailored weddings since 1933. You are very welcome to this week's episode of Real Weddings with Sarah. On today's episode, I am bringing you a planning special, and this time we are focusing on that all important grooms wear. And sometimes, you know, the men, they do get left behind. So this is my duty of care to bring you this information. But I couldn't do it alone. I needed to be joined by an expert. So today I'm joined by David O'Connor, who is also known as Style Doc to some of you on Instagram. But most importantly, he is the group general manager and creative director for one of my favorite places to source groomswear, Louis Copeland and Sons. David, you are so, so welcome to Real Weddings with Sarah. Sarah, thank you very much for having me today. Can I just say, not everybody's going to see you, but you are probably the most dapper man on this island at this given time. Well, I said I'd get dressed up for the occasion. You know, I think I think everything has been so casual for the last few years that, you know, I think guys should be taking every opportunity they can to get dressed up. Well, can I just say, David, I second that, but then it's also putting me under pressure now because I'm completely underdressed in my black top and well, Sarah, you there with your pocket look square. On the screen here in front of me now, you look fabulous to me. Oh, I'll take that. I'll take any compliment going. But anyway, look, let's get stuck into this, right? Because do you know what? I've really noticed over the last, I'd say, two, two years, and particularly during COVID, you know, so many couples would have just said, you know, whether it's same sex, whether it's, you know, whatever way the wedding is, it's, there was this kind of almost like an, an undervalue of the whole kind of grooms wear process. It was just like the bride gets her big dress and then the grooms just go and rent whatever's going. Right. So I'm seeing particularly in the last couple of years that has completely shifted and there's so much emphasis on getting that groom style right. And I think it's it's well well deserved and well within its time so I'm delighted with that but look first David the reason why you're here helping me with today's podcast is because you are the master of this you've got the wealth of knowledge in overall men's fashion not just in in groom in 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 groomswear but overall men's fashion and I love how you look so holistically at everything when it comes to you know buying key pieces but can you just start by telling us a little bit about you your role with Louis Copeland and I suppose all about that I suppose that Louis Copeland history because look you're you're an establishment in the wedding space Totally, totally. Okay, so I'll start with uh, the Louis Copeland uh, history. So you're you're quite rightly pointed out we're in business since 1933. And we're in the business of making men look and feel great. That's what we do. Okay. And, you know, um, obviously, in the beginning of Louis Copeland's history, we were, we were renowned for just suits. And in fact, you know, when uh, the old shop was on Cable Street, all those years ago, they, they only had suits they didn't have any shirts didn't have any ties didn't have any uh outerwear or anything like that so um so yeah so over the years it's progressed um in the last eight years we've moved away from just dressing our customers in in suits and now we're looking to dress them for their lifestyle 
Okay. Um, so, so we're very busy at the moment with Smart Casual. Of course, guys back to the office now are having to deal with the whole problem of Smart Casual, which is a lot more complicated than putting on a, a navy or a grey suit. I know, you really have to think about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, 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 you know, it, it, takes a, it takes a lot of, uh, yeah, it takes a lot of kind of prep, let's say. Uh, I believe that, you know, if, if guys look at it as a solution, and really a map it out and plan it that it can be much more effective so yeah that's where the business is we've got uh we've got stores nationwide we've that's got amazing. a uh, we've got three stores in the city center wicklow street cable street and pembroke street we've got two fantastic stores uh outside of dublin uh galway and cork uh, we have uh, an online store which is really busy um and we also have the gantt store in um in the dundrum shopping center so, uh, so my job is to make sure all of those stores are uh, really busy and our customers are really happy walking out of them. So, oh uh, so how do you keep on top of that? Well, do you know the, do you know what the key is? Like, I mean, you know, I started, I started in this company 20 years ago and uh, I'm lucky enough that I actually am doing my hobby as my job. Right? Well, we okay. just won't tell anybody now because we don't want you getting turfed out because you're having too much fun now. Well, well, everybody in this business actually <laughs> knows me, knows I'm having the time of my life because you see, I'm dealing with my number one interest, which is clothes and people. Right. OK. And, you know, and it's yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very lucky to be in the position that I'm in. Um, I do all the buying uh, together with uh, Louis for for the group um and yeah so that's that's what my uh, daily job is that's it's amazing and like that's one thing i'd always say is you know the things that you might see in because you tend to find with, with particularly because weddings is really where my eye goes to but the stuff that you see coming out of america maybe you know it, you know different. now it, it's so different but like it's not long after that you see something emerging that it starts to appear through louis copeland so you're always ahead well, we, we, we've, we're very driven by European style. Um, so, you know, so we would be looking to the way Italian men uh, dress, uh, the way Dutch men, Dutch men in particular dress extremely well. And they're so they're, smart. There's a real, like, they really value their tailoring, don't they? They do. And they get smart casual really, really right. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, we take a lot of influence from that. But back to your, what you said at the start, that, uh, that grooms didn't get as much attention a few years ago. And... Mm. And funny enough, I have a particular. I I think there's a reason for that, and the reason is social media. So the so because Instagram is especially is so popular now that Irish guys are looking at looks and they're saying, do you know what? I wouldn't mind, you know, yeah. buying a green velvet jacket. You know, I wouldn't mind. I, I tell you what, we're busy with at the moment. We're busy with white jackets as a second jacket wow. for the yeah. evening. And, and guys are seeing this kind of thing on Instagram and, you know, they're coming into the store and they're wanting to recreate it. Um, and I, I think it's great. And yes, I am style doc on Instagram. And, yeah. you know, and I, and, you know, at the start when I started, you know, posting that kind of thing, it was about, it was about two and a half, three years ago. And at the time we had to find a way of getting in front of our customers. So that's when I started uh, working on that page and the amount of traction that we get from that yeah. and the amount of bookings for weddings I get personally from that. Yeah, of course, I can imagine. Well, I yeah. just love your tips because, do you know what, you make it really easy to understand. Um, and even for myself, who's pretty well versed because I've been exposed to so much of it, I still learn something new. So it's, you know, it's a really good, um, it's a really good account to follow. And I think it's just, it's so lacking out there for, for the guys that I just but think it, it's great it, that you have space. this. 
Yeah, in the Irish space, there's not a huge amount of male guys that are offering that advice. Yeah, you know? particularly I, for the wedding space as well. Yeah, totally, totally. And, you know, and I think I think in the wedding space, it's great. Like diversity seems to be the word that I'd use. You know, you've got you've got guys trying all sorts of looks now. You know, now, by the way, we will advise people on what suits them and what doesn't suit them okay yeah. not everyone's going to look well in a white jacket okay yeah uh, self being included uh, if i'm back off holidays maybe for the for the three days <laughs> after I'm back from holidays, tan, maybe. yeah but, but <laughs> most of the time no so it's about getting what's right for you you know okay well look with that with that in mind right can you talk us through then like what are those different options for grooms wear because you know like, as I was saying, it was all about rental, you know, like what, what are the options out there beyond rental now? And, and what does Louis Copeland do? Okay. So we don't do rental to start off yeah. with. Okay. That's not something that we do. So, um, so what we do is when, when a couple comes into us, uh, you know, usually they're like, oh, we want the groomsmen to wear this. We want the groom to wear this. And we're thinking about the dads. So what we say is just concentrate on the groom first, just mm -hmm. get that bit right. Okay. Yeah. So focus on him, get him looking great because, you know, you know, as you know, we said at the start of the conversation there, we were talking, you know, if you're looking really well and you're feeling comfortable in the clothes that you're wearing, you're going to feel a lot more comfortable on your wedding day. You're going to feel a lot more confident. So it's, it's very important to get the groom right. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, made to measure is a huge part of our business. Um, and, the and so explain what made to measure is. So made to measure is if, if somebody comes into the store, we will build a suit specifically for them. Okay? So they pick the fabric, you know, they have an idea, you know, you then bring that together and, and, and actually make from scratch a bespoke suit for that, for that gent. Totally, totally. So, so back to what we were saying, my advice to uh, couples listening is start off on the likes of Instagram. Uh, Pinterest is another good one. Mm -hmm. Find a few looks that you think think you might like to explore not that you definitely want to go for but you, you know that you might want to explore and um, if you log on to louiscopeland.com you can book an appointment you log on book appointment button and you can then choose the store then choose uh, one of our team and mm -hmm. uh, when you come in then you'll be given a one-to-one -one service and you, that person's there to help you pick the perfect wedding suit and a good suit is made up of three components sarah it's the fabric and that's you know that's what everyone tends to concentrate on so it's the color it's the texture it's how light how uh, how light it is how heavy it is but then you've got the cut so that's the fit so it's how the suit fits the particular body shape because mm -hmm. we're all different shapes just like ladies are different shapes yeah we, we need a suit that's built for that shape and then the final thing is the construction so this is the components that are put into the suit, how it's put together and the quality of the tailoring. When you get those three things right, that's when you get the perfect suit. So remind me what those three things are again. So color, fabric, fabric. fabric. So, that, so that consists of the color, the texture, the weight. Yeah. OK, it's the piece of the material, let's say. OK, yeah. then you've got the cut. So that's the shape that the suit is built in. OK, and that needs to match the shape of the gentleman in front of us. Like, let's put it this way, yeah. if, if, like, I mean, if you get a six foot four guy and you get a guy that's built like me, you're not going to put them in the same cut of suit. You with me? I'm so, with you. You know, so they need to, they need to wear it slightly yeah. different because I'm only six foot one. And, and, <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and I would imagine that, like, there's whatever about, you know, your shape, your size, it's also the, the, the fit that you feel comfortable 
comfortable in and what you're used to as well yeah. because you know you see like and as well like I see all the trends where you've got grooms and like to your point the white jacket but I'm always seeing you know the the short trousers you know those you know yeah. the ones where they cut off right above the ankle to show the ankle off and, and so now, on now guys need to be clever be careful on this right okay yeah Irish ankles aren't like Italian ankles they are okay? certainly not okay so you know like if your ankles are nearly see-through like mine right okay <laughs> I would not be advising to wear short trousers that you can see ankles for your wedding day just to put that out there oh geez I'm glad we cleared that up because you know what this is for me th- this is the real pandemic if, if the truth be told it's this 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 style doing the laps but anyway so 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 okay so look so the options that that couples have right so there's made to measure and that's like really getting your suit for you built in this in this absolutely perfect way that's just perfect for your big day yes can people also just buy yes. off the peg so, so what, what what how does that work then so how that work, works is that you come into the store. In each store, we've up to a thousand suits, let's say, for for customers to choose from. Um, and you know, if you're lucky and you find a suit in the in the right color and in the right fit, that works out very well as well. Okay. Yeah. Um. So so that's also an option. Then after you've got the groom right, that's when you start to think about the groomsman. Okay. okay. And the rule is they should complement the groom, not necessarily match you can come in like for instance uh green is a very popular color this season yeah for, uh, for that a lot. yeah and, and it's a color that suits irish guys okay now your groomsmen can go for the same tone of green if they want or they can go for a dark navy which complements the green oh, but totally, doesn't necessarily yes. match and you tend to find like any of the greens i've looked at they seem to have like almost like a navy thread yes. running through yeah, it yeah, anyway yeah. so it's really yeah. it's a really nice balance in that um, and and so then, OK, so very clear, there, there's there's really the, the two options there, which is no different from a bridal option either, which is you can buy as you see it. Yes. Um, and obviously you guys do the tailoring or else you you don't find what you want or there's something in your mind that you've been inspired by and, you know, and so on. And then that's the made to measure service. And that's and that's really it. Yeah, totally. And, and I think, you know, a lot of people probably when they come into the store and we say made to measure them, they probably think it's going to be much more expensive than off the rack. Um, and, and in reality, it's not like, I mean, a lot of our suits would be in around the kind of five, 600 euros mark yeah. uh, for an off the rack suit. Um, starting Which is at, very good value. Well, starting at that price. Now, obviously I would say this, the quality compared to the 300 euro suits on the market, there's no mm. comparison. And they're um, not, a, they're not shiny either. look we only deal with the best fabrics we have production in portugal we only deal with the best manufacturers right um but a made to measure suit starts we start at the very basic price for made to measure for a two-piece is 895 so it's not a huge big jump it's not a huge jump now look we have fabrics there very special fabrics that are that are a couple of thousand but i would have said the majority of suits that we're that we're selling for uh for groomswear are in and around the kind of 1200 to 1500 euro mark and you know that's really funny because like a lot of the messages anytime I like would post anything about Louis Copeland or share anything about Louis Copeland the main DM I get is how much how much is that you know and I'm like well well, you need to go and get and and talk to the guys but that's really good to know because actually like if I look at the wider market outside even of yourselves like for the quality that you deliver it's really it's on point 
you know it's, it's, it, it is and we look we do deals as well for grooms where you know we, we're running deals an awful lot of time you know if they want to buy three suits or more for the groomsman that kind of thing yeah. so um but yeah i think a misconception is that our made to measure prices are a couple of thousand and they're not yeah. and they're, they're not yeah and you know uh, i really do believe in made to measure um for, for the groom because I, I just see it all the time that you know you get such a great fit yeah. Um, you know, and, and plus as well, you get to design your own suit. So you get to, you know, pick. I'm a big fan of wide lapels. Now, not everybody will wear a wide lapel, very tough yeah. kind of look. Um, but like, I mean, if you put a, you know, a wide peak lapel, a double breasted waistcoat with a shawl lapel on it, you know, you pick a green fabric, where are you going to get a suit like that off the rack? It's a very individual suit. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it is, it's one to remember as well. 100 percent can i ask you this right because we're talking about like you know the, the the different and going different and going unique right but i'm like i'm a massive fan of a tuxedo right huge yeah. fan right yeah. and and you can't sway me other any other way i just you see a man in a tux and it's just amazing right but i'm very conscious um you know that tux isn't the only label of type of suit so can you give us like that breakdown? Because I think everybody assumes when it's a wedding that it must be, uh, it, you know, tux is the only style suit, like cut of suit. So, so what, what are those other options? Because I know I've heard morning suit and all these different ones. Like what are the different labels that people should think about? Okay. So first of all, when you say tuxedo, I presume you mean evening wear. Okay. Yes. This is an evening tuxedo, right? Now in the category of evening wear, which is really, really popular. And by the way, Sarah, the reason why you like it so much is all guys look great in a tuxedo. They really do. They yeah. really do. So all guys look great in the tuxedo and we're really, really busy on tuxedos. But then on the tuxedo, I'm selling an, an awful lot of three piece. So did yeah. you see the Lauren Arthur's wedding that we did? Yes. Okay. So, so she, so, uh, so John wore a, a, a three piece tuxedo. So a double breasted waistcoat with the tuxedo. This is a great way of getting the groom to stand out a little bit. So differentiating them. Yeah. Exactly. Cause everybody else is going to be wearing two piece. Yeah. Uh, the, the Bonnie Ryan wedding that's coming up now, uh, on the, in a couple of days, they've gone for tuxedo as well. And he's gone for a three piece as well. So I think that, you know, putting a waistcoat with a tuxedo is a good way also as well colors. You don't have to go for a black tuxedo. Yeah. You can go for a blue tuxedo, a midnight tuxedo. You can go for a green. We did a, yeah. we did a, a green, nice. a green uh, super fine wool suit for a guy with a black wide satin lapel. And it oh, looked lovely. stunning. And then, of course, as you come into the winter months, you've got velvet. So you've yeah, got. I've seen the velvets are they're very, they're very. Uh, this is the groom that is like he's he's going for it, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. No messing. Look, so I did um I did a wedding with two guys there um just last week and one of the guys wore a uh, a cobalt blue velvet and nice. the other the other guy wore a charcoal velvet and I tell you one thing and they were both three piece they looked amazing wow right? and you see this is what I'm saying you can create individual looks like this now you're talking about morning suits as well so morning suits should be worn in a morning wedding they mm -hmm. shouldn't be in any afternoon or evening wedding and they're a tails coat okay yep. so if you look at, if you look at uh, the beckham the brooklyn beckham wedding yeah he, he was wearing an evening tails which is slightly different so it's like a short jacket on the front with a tail on the back so there's an awful lot with regards to dress wear um i would have said tuxedos and velvet jackets are the most popular okay amazing and and can i just ask you this one i get asked this a lot people do love that 
you know, that 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 took the tuxedo look, whether it's a, to your point, the three piece or two piece. But they don't want to have a full blown out black tie wedding. Can you still have, you know, you, you, like, yeah. as I kind of say, there's no rules to this, but it's it's worth thinking about. Can we, can we talk about that now? Because you really hit on something really important. Um, I suppose, how can you and I know you've already said, OK, you, you said a couple of things like start with the groom. And then you've also said, like, you know, that three piece um, having the having the waistcoat as, as a standout piece. But let's look at this overall. Right. How can couples coordinate their wedding ap- appropriately? So, for example, you know, they may have specific color schemes that they're working towards or their, their wedding might be a particular style abroad versus castle or like are just even down to the basics of distinguishing the different members of the party, you know, whether it's the fathers, the best men, the groomsmen, like how yeah. do you bring all that together, David, when a couple walk in? Okay. So a few, a few different points there, Sarah. So you're, so first of all, you've got to dress not only for your personality and your shape, but for your setting. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if you're getting married in a, a, with a barn style wedding, you know, in the country, you know, if you turn up in a velvet jacket, it's going to look out of place. You know, so you need to dress for your setting. So you this surrounding. Plus, as well, if you get married, in, if you get married in Spain, you turn up in a velvet jacket. You'll have yeah, another. You're, you're roasted. Yeah, you're <laughs> yeah. So, so you need to dress for your setting. Okay. Um, I would have said concentrate on the groom. Get him right first. Yeah. I'm a big fan of neutrality. Okay. So, like, I mean, I don't think that. Uh, I don't think like you know uh, members of the wedding party should be wearing. Uh, dominant colors like reds oranges that kind of thing because i think that can take over in a picture all mm-hmm. right and another thing is i suppose a lot of a lot of couples ask well how do we get the the groomsman and the bridesmaid to match they don't need to match yeah both of them just need to match in style yeah. so you know if one is wearing a ball gown don't put the other fellow put the guy in a linen suit right yeah as long as the two of them are really well dressed, they don't have to match. Yeah, because and as well, be... flowers, you know, like the, you know, your, 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 yes. all those different pieces can they pull everything that together. color in if you need it. Yeah. Yeah. And they pull everything, to, everything together. But I remember years ago, uh, I was actually married 20 years ago now, Sarah. Um, and I remember at the time, uh, I think we had like at the time, I, I don't know, it was like a, a purple kind of uh, bridesmaid dresses. And I remember like, you know, we put purple ties with it. And you know, when I look at that now, I say to myself, oh God, you know what I mean? Whereas yeah. I think you're better off just getting an, a tie that matches the suit really well, uh, yeah. rather than trying to, to match the color. And then, so talk to me then about, you know, that distinguishing different members of the party. So the groom is the center point. He gets, you know, what's right for his fit for the setting and that could be you know and you you all obviously know in your mind look I think the groom should have maybe the three piece over the two piece just so he stands out more like how then do you map out then that look of the say the three other groomsmen maybe and, and if it's you know fathers of the bride and father of the groom like how do, you, do they all have to I know you're talking about neutrality but do they all have to have some common thread that goes through it or what way do you work it? So back to what we said there. So get the groom suit right first. Mm-hmm. Then the, the groomsmen, usually there's two to three groomsmen, okay? Yeah. But they would get a suit that complements the, the, the groom, okay? Yeah. Not matches, complements. Okay. Um, if, it, you know, if for instance, let's say, you know, if a, uh, a groom is wearing a, uh, a mid-blue suit with a contrast gray waistcoat, which is a very popular look at the moment, right? Yes. Then the groomsmen would wear a slightly darker shade of navy in a three-piece 
but without the contrast waistcoat. So they'd wear all navy. Okay, so what you're allowing that to do is have them in like a panel of colour, which will allow the groom to pop forward in his colour by either him going darker or him going lighter. It's 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 showing contrast to get that. Yeah, no, they could, they could wear the same if they wanted to, right? But it's they don't have to. And I think a lot of people are under pressure that they think that it has to be the same level of suit throughout. It doesn't have to be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it's quite often the groom goes for, a, a, you know, really nice mate's measure suit and the guys get a navy suit to, to that, that complements it. Fathers, yeah. put the fathers in something that they feel comfortable in. Yeah, because right? I actually got that question in a DM the other night going, you know, the, the it's a... I've got tuxes for everyone. Like, do the fathers, they're just so uncomfortable around their necks and they're bigger men. They just don't. And I was like, you don't have to wear them. Just, like, do what they're comfortable with, you know? Yeah, you, you've got to get the... Uh, now, by the way, I think they should be comfortable in the tux. A different cost tux, may I add, than the than the, than the wedding party. Yeah. Um, but, but, yeah, I think a lot of the time people don't know what to do with the fathers. And, you know, I would have said that they, you know, if... If it's a if it's a tuxedo dress wear, they should probably wear a tuxedo, right? Yeah. If it's a lounge suit, i.e., you know, navy suit, blue suit, that kind of thing, just put them in a dark navy suit. Yeah. Have them looking, have them looking, you know, comfortable. Have them looking well dressed, you know. And you know, I think that's that's the trick. And with the two, whether it's a bride, uh, whether it's a bride, bride's dad, or bridegroom, or a groom, groom, like, should the two fathers have something differentiating? So you know, one is for the bride and one is for the groom. Uh, I suppose they can if they want. In in general, they tend to go for the, for something similar. For something similar, and maybe just yeah. do something then with the with the floral piece, and and just sorry, one question as it jumped into my mind. Actually, do you sell shoes as well that match up the whole look, or do people have to like then go get their shoes somewhere oh, else and try and match it? We, you we do it all from head from to toe. Top. From head to toe, right? Okay. And we also dress for the second day because I think every guy should be dressed for at least two days of yeah. his married life. The other yeah. way, so like, I mean, a lot of guys won't focus. They, they sorry, they come into the store and they're very focused on the day one outfit, yeah. you know. But like most people would have some sort of event, whether it be a barbecue, whether it be you know a uh, dinner the second day, you know. And I would have said, you know, start thinking early about what what kind of outfit you want to wear for day two as well. So we're here to kitch out. From, the whole from head to toe, from nine to five to whatever it might be, which yes. is which is brilliant because, you know, that was the one thing I remember at my own wedding. We spent days trying to find Owen's shoes because he had it in his head a certain way. And 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 obviously at our time, it was all about the rental or whatever. We just couldn't get the shoes in the right tone of color. And anyway, you, 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 ruin the whole, you ruin the whole look. If you don't get if you don't get a good uh, a good pair of shoes with a smart suit, it'll take away from the whole look. Yeah, oh, I agree. I agree. And I think that's it. And do you know what? I think that one of the things with the with with the groom and, and as you say at the day two, and it's only as you say it, there's all this emphasis on day two looks for the bride. And you never hear a people. Well, what's groom going to wear on his That's day two? Yeah. You know, and it's like it's such a no brainer. Yeah. But look, tell me this one. Right. Because we, 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 we spoke about this one earlier. Same sex couples. You already mentioned, you know, you had the grooms where you had the cobalt blue and one more navy. Um, like, how do you individualize a look as a couple, as a same sex couple? Because I'm I'm thinking here to, you know, Don O'Neill and when Pascal, when they got married and obviously Don being a designer, he was able to make these beautiful, like, you know, uh, you know, uh, blazer jackets. And he was able to embellish, uh, you know, a picture on the back, you know, that symbolized <laughs> Pascal versus himself. So like, but like the average Joe is not going to be rocking in like that. So, so just tell me. 
for a same-sex couple, which is really, really important, how yes. can they, because you want them to also come together in like in, 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 in a visual and in a style kind of unity and not be completely opposed. You want it to look well together. So, so what are your tips for around that? Okay, first of all, I love working with guys with regards to the two of them get married because they, it's, a lot of the time they'd be a little bit more adventurous. OK, yeah. so they'll go for something a little bit more poppy. You know, it's, you know, and it's, do they try to compete against each other? Like who's going to. Yeah, they can a little bit. They yeah, yeah. yeah they can. And, and, and they, they want to be a little bit more flamboyant is probably the word. Right. Yeah. OK. And I think I think that the, the, the look that works the best, in my opinion, is if they get two of the same. So say, for yeah. instance, I did, I did, as I said, the, the, the wedding there that we had last week with the guys, you know, the two of them wore a velvet jacket, um, yeah. two different colors. So same style, one with the cobalt blue, one with the gray. OK, yeah. then in the evening time, they jumped into the two white jackets. Oh, and very be, good. I got the pictures there today. They looked amazing. Really, yeah. really cool. Yeah. And another cool wedding that we did very recently was the guys got two very bold check suits, right? Okay. One wore a burgundy check and one more, a blue check, same fabric, two different colors. But it complemented right? each other because there was some common thread between exactly. us. Exactly, yeah. Love another it. easy way of doing it is, um, there was another wedding we did there a couple of weeks ago, one wore a navy suit, one wore a bright blue suit, but both wore a mid-gray or a light gray waistcoat. So I think it's really nice with the guys if they can get something that, that pulls them together, you know? Yeah, now yeah. look, the other option is some guys don't want to do that and they, they're saying, oh no, no, I just don't want to do my own thing. And the trick is then to get them both very well dressed. And you know, if it's evening wear, put the two of them in some two, uh, tuxedos in some way, yeah. but I, I I think it works best if they if they try to be a bit more adventurous and kind of go and, for yeah and go and take a few risks absolutely yeah and and tell me this then so Maybe a few pink suits as well Sarah oh I do like a pink suit I've seen that doing the rounds at the moment I think they look I tell great you, and the right guy and the right guy can look brilliant they can look amazing I, I tell yeah. you what, we, did, we did a really cool wedding we had two real good looking guys now and, and they were wear, one wore a powder blue suit wow. and, and the, the other guy wore a, a, a dusty pink suit in exactly the same style um white peak lapels a double breasted uh matching but Class. it's obvious the two of them are getting the same suit in just two different colors it was brilliant. yeah I'm I'm already when you when I hear the like the 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 powder blue and the I'm thinking Austin Powers like straight away I'm thinking of but, of that rig out. But at least you can be a bit more adventurous, you know that yeah, way. Dead you right. know? Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. Fair play. I, I'm dying to see pictures like that. So you'll have to send them on. So David, look, let's get into the practicalities. So what are those rough timelines that couples should be working towards? And look, I know that there's going to be different timelines depending on whether it's made to measure or whether you can just come in and it's off the rack. And I'm also so aware of these guys that I hear of all the time that leave it till like a week or two before the wedding to just run in and grab something and then they're left with none of the preferences that they want or assume that they can get so can you talk us through because I know in bridal we always say like a year to nine months out in advance and 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 you know obviously after Brexit etc people are saying give yourself even longer in some stage what do you work off in a timeline so I would have said, you know, to start having a look 12 to 15 weeks before the wedding. And the reason for this is to give yourself both options because you don't want to be in the store and say, oh, that looks good. And how long will that take to come in? And, uh, you know, 
if you leave it too late, you won't have all, all the options open to you. Um, now, if I had a penny for every time a groom told me that he was going to be a different shape in 12 weeks uh, for the run-up <laughs> to the wedding, I'd be the richest man in Ireland. Well, I think us brides do too, now, to be fair. <laughs> we have no, great in, hopes for ourselves. But in, but in general, guys are very focused on one uh, measurement on the suit, and that's the waist mm. of the suit. Now, we on a, on a made-to-measure suit, we do a second fitting about four weeks out from the wedding. And at that point, we can take the waist in slightly or even let it out slightly if we need to, if things yeah. have gone the wrong way. So, you know, I would have said, yeah, 12 to, 12 to 15 weeks, get... Get, get the suit into production or buy your suit off the rack, whichever whichever is good, and then do a second fitting about five weeks before the wedding. Five weeks. And do you ever find then, um, you know, do you ever get those panic calls where it's like two days out and they're like, because oh, five weeks versus two days out, they might have like lost weight or it mightn't fit the way they, no, you know. Nothing, I never get, never I never get that call. No, I no, never, you get, never that get the panic. You never no. get the panic. But look, one of the things that I, you know, obviously for yourselves that I always find brilliant and what and I suppose what really caught my attention was really when you started to talk a lot more openly on social media. What, you know, I think what really made me sit back and listen was actually a lot of the way you make a look versatile and get multi use out of the key pieces, because I think it's not every day that a groom and, and I suppose the general punter of Ireland is buying a key piece like a made to measure suit. Mm. Right. It's, mm. it's such a special thing for so many to buy. And maybe they may, they may only buy one in their lifetime. But what I love with the content that you put out as well, and I suppose the ethos of Louis Copeland is like showing how you can get multiple use out of it. And you already spoke about, I suppose, that day two. So can you tell me a little bit about, you know, those tips for considering as you go and buy that forward thinking of what else can I use this for and how do I style it up? Because so, sometimes you don't see beyond the, the one suit that it's been put in. Like, how do you think outside the box with it? OK, so first of all, I think um, for a guy uh, coming to us for his wedding suit, it's an investment. OK, mm-hmm. you know, it's something that, you know, it's, it's it's a lot of money at the end of the day. So, number one, it needs to be right. OK, yeah. and that's what we've spoken about. But number two, we men, I think, in general, need to change their mindset on clothes. Women are very, very good at this. OK, mm-hmm. women are putting pieces into the wardrobe. So a man tends to think of a suit as if I am asked to wear a suit, I take that out of the wardrobe and I wear my suit. OK, mm-hmm. but I would challenge that and I would say, you know, if the, the jacket can be worn as a sports jacket, wear it with a pair of jeans. Yeah. Wear it, wear it with a T-shirt underneath it. I did a video there last week where I was trying to show a blazer three ways. So I did one with a, uh, a shirt and tie. I did one with a casual shirt underneath it. And I did another one with a pair of jeans and a T-shirt. So, you know, so put a, put a casual look underneath the jacket. But also wear the trousers. If you get a really yeah. well cut pair of trousers that are you know that are trendy looking wear them with a pair of sneakers and a piece of knitwear if you're going for dinner such a good idea yeah, yeah. But, but see, and, and i think you know uh, i think a lot of people think that i have endless <laughs> endless amounts of clothes in my wardrobe i'm just really good at getting the most out of my wardrobe so i will wear i will wear a suit as a full piece i'll wear it as a jacket i'll wear it again as the slacks i might mix the waistcoat as a contrast underneath something else so all the time that you're maximizing the looks in your wardrobe that is such a good idea. And I think it is that whole piece of 
of changing your mindset to investment. You know, it's such a such an you're going to have this for life. You know, like a jacket like that. That's if you're getting, the same size. That's if you can, if you can retain. <laughs> it, it, it it all goes a little bit different after a couple of years in. Let me tell you. But one final question, um, which is a big question that comes up quite a lot for me, it's all around giftware, and particularly like it seems to be quite easy for the bridesmaids and things like that where they're you know it's it's jewelry sets and whatever like what do you find um because i know if you if you walk through the door or even your online store you've got so many options there what do you recommend for those groom's gifts whether it's a bride or a groom buying for their significant other or whether it is buying for the bridal party what's what do you recommend what do you have in stock a lot of brides are buying a day two jacket uh, for for the groom okay oh, wow. so, so they're, they're surprising so in when we're dealing with uh when, when we're dealing with customers we're, we're suggesting a day two jacket they might not necessarily go for it there and then but sometimes the bride is coming back and saying seeing as though you have his measurements would you make him up that jacket oh that is such a lovely idea and, and, I, and i think that is a great present because when he comes in to collect his uh sorry to do his first fitting second fitting on his suit then um, we present him with the jacket and of course he's delighted and then yeah. he can build his day two outfit around that. And it's so useful. I, it's actually yeah. a useful gift. Yeah, totally, totally. So I, I, out of out of what I see couples doing, I think that's probably the best. Yeah. And, um, you know, we also do... <laughs> Budget uh, permitting. Yeah, budget permitting. Yeah. And uh, we also do... Uh, well, well, jackets would be in around 800 euros. Okay. So, so and watch out. Sometimes we have deals and specials on them as well. Um, but uh, but then we do the very famous weekend bag. And oh, I love that bag. And David, <laughs> I'm not going to lie, right? So I obviously you guys were very good. Um, you sent me out a bag, and I had a look at it, and I gave it to Owen. But like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I have robbed that bag more than I, <laughs> more than I care to. I shouldn't be telling you, but it, it is the perfect it, bag. It's brilliant. It is yeah. like if I can let me try and explain this, right? So if you unzip it down from all sides, it becomes like a suit bag where you can slot your suit in. Also works for dresses. You zip it back up. It's your weekend bag. But it has all these brilliant compartments for shoes. But there's one really good compartment for makeup brushes, I think. And like, <laughs> so it's a very, very good investment. If if you ask me, I love the weekend bag. Love okay. it. And then what they're, they're, they're using that bag then to go for the weekend down to the hotel when they get married, you know, and I think... Yeah. I, 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 I think it's excellent. And look, for the guys, you know, if, uh, quite often I see, who should I say this? I see couples kind of giving a portion of the groomsmen's suit as a present to the groomsmen. And I think that's a great idea. I think that's a great idea. Like if I was getting married again and, you know, I had three groomsmen, you know, uh, you know, and I didn't work in Louis Copens and... Uh, and you I, weren't biased. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't biased, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think that's great. I think, you know, like, you know, if if... If the groom wants to pay for half of the groomsman's suit, I see a lot of guys will jump at that because they'll be saying, "Well, I'm getting, I'm getting the groom's a really great looking suit for a very affordable price. Plus, as well, he's using the present that the groom has given him rather than maybe cufflinks that kind of thing." Because I don't think guys are wearing cufflinks as much these days. Okay, and you're not, you're not seeing the cufflinks as a kind of like an like an essential kind of finishing piece. Yeah, we are selling double cuff shirts to guys, um, but I'm not seeing people buying them as gifting. Okay, right. Really, really interesting. And talk to me, David, if people want to book in with yourselves or book their appointment and want to get all of this kind of one to one and information in general about their whole suit buying experience, what do they need to do? 
Okay, I would have said uh, log on to louiscopeland.com. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll see the wedding landing page there. There's a bit of information. Um, you can book an appointment. Uh, there's a book an appointment button on that. Um, you can bo- choose the store and then choose the salesperson that you would, would like to deal with. And another, just one other thing, Sarah. Um, I, we, did a, we did a survey a good few years ago uh, about why people choose us for, for weddings. And I think, we, I think it was 400 couples we got in contact wow. with you know and we wanted to get feedback from from them and the overriding response from them was that we gave them a one-to-one dedicated wedding specialist to work with them so you'll have a point of contact that you can ring up and say oh, i've no cufflinks we've you know we want yeah. to get cufflinks oh my dad is 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 not a 17 you know he's a he's a 16 and a half you know we can we, you know we can take them one by one in the store so say for instance you can't get your four groomsmen in the store at the same time and um, we'll put you into the wedding book and you can send them in one by one so you get that dedicated wedding specialist and i think yeah, that's great and that's and key because you have someone that takes care of all the problems i know and you know what i've witnessed it firsthand myself dave because obviously i've done shoots before and and you were great you helped me out with with the last shoot i did but over time like i could be on a location and going this doesn't fit this guy and then i'm like oh, and then somebody's we'll have it ready you know so it it, it re- you really do work fast and proactively with whether it's your couples whether it's your day-to-day or whether it's with egypts like me who are like completely getting sizes wrong when it comes but, to a but, shoot so it's brilliant but, and things go wrong let's face it right yeah. okay nothing goes a hundred percent but we'll go that extra mile to just do our very best um, so yeah, so that, and then and then it's as simple as popping into the store. Um, you know, talk to our, our our guys. You know, we've got some really great guys in all of our stores, and they'll they'll help you through the whole process. Yeah, and I don't doubt that for a second, David. Thank you so much for your time. And as David said, you can visit louiscopeland.com and also check out David's style doc because just for all of that like invaluable information i'm telling you you'll get addicted to it so thank you so much for your time david and looking forward to hearing from all the couples and uh and seeing what they think i'm sure that you have completely enlightened them and uh and turned their minds around on what it qualifies to be as an investment piece in your wedding super thanks for having me sarah thank you bye thanks for listening to real weddings with sarah thanks to producer ruth devani voiceover extraordinaire Phil Colley and Pink Champagne Wedding Band for our Cool Finds jingle. Join me next week where we will be chatting to another top guest to get the scoop about their wedding day and married life. Until then, you can find me at Irish Wedding Blog on social media channels.